Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a slip it in a sliding by Little Richard in honor of anyone who has left their house today. Something I would not endorse. Have you? I have. It was a mistake. It was, I've been telling, I, the last two days I've been telling people, roads aren't that bad. You can get out there, it's snowy, whatever else. Today, no, everyone stay at home. It's insanity. You got to stop 30 feet before a stop sign. How far did you go? Um, I went, I don't know, a couple miles. I was trying to, I just needed to get out of the house. I was trying to find somewhere else to work. And uh, I went to one coffee shop I go to a lot and they were, they were open, but they were just about to close. Right. And at that point, I didn't want to go out any further, so I I, I came back. But um, it was yeah. So the last two days, it 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 drove much better than it looked. Uh-huh. The day is the opposite. It drives worse than it looks, and so I, I would I would stay in. Yeah, today is is um, today is really rough. <laughs> today is really rough. So I would stay in. I don't know what's going to happen with the Memphis Tiger basketball game tonight. I presume the game will go on, but uh, I suspect. Not a lot of people are going to make their way um, to it. Uh, before I get to, to the game tonight, you and Drew sort of wrote a piece about this, Bally's, uh, Amazon, all that stuff. And I, I tried to explain it earlier. Sort, sort, of, as, sort of as well chosen. <laughs> I tried to explain it earlier. Uh, to the extent that... Well, what's happening? Tell the people. Well, so there's been this now nearly year-long process of bankruptcy proceedings for Diamond Sports, the, the company that owns the Valley's Networks. And all kinds of things have come out of this. Um, and this was another thing that came out of bankruptcy proceedings. And so there's, a, there's been an agreement between Amazon and Diamond for Amazon to buy a portion of Diamond and then these Valley Networks would, to some degree or another, like appear on, 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 on Amazon. So a few things to note about this. One, it's an agreement that's been made that's still subject to approval in bankruptcy court, which has not happened yet. Two, as I understand it, and I've not been disabused of this notion by either directly or in anything I've read, so I think this is still true. One of the things that's already happened in the bankruptcy proceedings is that Diamond Sports made a deal with the NBA that would keep the the 15 to 30 NBA teams that were on Valley Networks. Grizzlies, one of them. There was an agreement a few months ago, which I wrote about, between the NBA and Diamond that would keep those 15 teams on Valley Networks through the end of this season. But as part of that agreement, it severed all contracts beyond this season. And so, like, Amazon and Diamond can strike a deal and say, we've got a deal, and these NBA teams are going to be on Amazon next season. But A, the bankruptcy court has to approve this, and B, 
those NBA teams don't have contracts with Bowling next season, so they have to negotiate directly with the NBA and with, and with the teams. So there were a lot of headlines yesterday that said the Grizzlies are going to be on Amazon Prime next season. That might be true, and in fact, I think it's likely true. I think that's likely to be the case. But there are steps between here and there to get there. Not only did the people with the Grizzlies not know yesterday that that was actually true and was going to happen, um, the NBA as a whole, like ESPN did a story about this, and they, and they used the same quotes everyone used from the press releases from Diamond and from Bally. But then there was a paragraph, you know, four or five graphs down that said, you know, that they had contacted attorneys for the NBA and Major League Baseball and creditors involved in the bankruptcy hearings, all of which said, we're seeing this for the first time today. We still haven't sorted through it. And so there's a lot of distance from here to there, which doesn't mean we won't get there. In fact, I think we probably will, but it's not there yet. And why do we think it's likely to be there? So the Grizzlies, I wrote a long piece about the Grizzlies Valley stuff in October, which you, you could go read. And I sort of make the case there of why the Grizzlies, unlike some other teams, were not eager to get out of their Valley's deal. Um, you know, Phoenix just got out of it, and they're doing their own thing. And Utah was not in Valley. They were in some other regional sports network doing their own thing. The Grizzlies aren't eager to do that for all kinds of reasons, which we take 20 minutes to talk about, but I wrote about. And so I think the Grizzlies want to be, you know, in, in, some re- in a regional sports network of some kind. Um, and, and the Grizzlies have wanted to be- the Bally's deal to work. They've wanted to work with Bally's to make it work. And so if this is the thing that keeps the whole Bally Diamond thing afloat, and that is what they're doing going forward, I, I, and I, no one has told me this directly, but my suspicion is the Grizzlies would be amenable to trying to also make that work to their own benefit. Um, but it, that hasn't happened yet, so it, we'll see. Is the abridged version of why uh, the Grizzlies would prefer to be part of a uh, regional sports network, A, that way they get a check, and B, that way they get sort of the regional reach of the sports network? Yeah, it's both of those things. It's easier to like strike a deal and get paid than to try to like day by day make right. the money yourself. But then the regional thing is what is particularly important. Um, I don't remember the number. It's in the, what I wrote. But there's a certain number of states. It's like seven, eight, nine, something like that, that the Bally's regional network touches, that Grizzlies broadcast can touch via that deal. And that is important to the Grizzlies. It's always been important. From day one, it's been important to the Grizzlies to try to be a regional team. The Memphis Metro is not that, pop, not that populous and not that wealthy, frankly. So it's important for the Grizzlies to reach people in Little Rock, Arkansas, and Murray, Kentucky, and Jonesboro, and Tupelo, and all these kind of places. And so the regional aspect and the regional reach, whether that's Bally's or some other kind of regional setup, is something that, that appeals to the Grizzlies. Uh, by the way, er, early on in the, the season, you said that you were cutting the cord and you were moving to the Bally Sports app, and there were some glitches early on. How has it served you uh, in the interim since then? It's not great, but but I have not I have not about faced on it. You know, I, I I think the functionality could certainly be better. I would welcome better functionality, whether it's via that or on Amazon or whatever. But, I, you know, I've, I've tried to avoid paying more for cable, and right. so far I have not done so. And so we'll, we'll see how long, much longer I can hold out. The fact that TNT games suddenly appeared on my HBO Max for whatever reason, like, that's been good. Um, all right. So tonight, 9 o'clock start. That's not very convenient. Uh, is a TNT Yeah, no, that's game, not great. Uh, against a matchup that, I don't know, the worst matchup in the league maybe for the Grizzlies. What, is, yeah. This is a tough one, right? 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a great defense against a team that's been struggling on offense all season, but now it's like doesn't have John Moran or Desmond Bain on it. And it's a very big team against a team that is, you know, has not been big since Steven Adams got hurt and is now less big since Benzelak Biombo has gone away. And so it's kind of a rough matchup all around. You know, this was set up as a national TV game to be like a John Morant-Anthony Edwards battle, which you're not going to get. But, hey, you get a different, like, magnetic, um, talented, young Southerner um, battle of magnetic, talented, young Southerners. It'll be Anthony Edwards versus Gigi Jackson, I guess. (laughs) Um, There is that. How much do we think? Listen, we've been looking for, like, at first it was... Let's hang on till till you know see see if they can hang on till Ja gets back and then it's Ja's back. This will be fun. Can they can they catch up? Uh, whatever. And either way, it'll be fun. Then it was okay. They've got this identity now with Marcus Smart and uh, Jaron and Vince, and maybe they can scrap and we'll see how that works and whatever else. We're we're getting down to a much thinner thinner gruel in terms of figuring out what is of interest. But GJ and Vince are sort of like to me the main thing now. How, how much? How how much can Gigi sustain us for the rest of the year? I I, I mean I don't I don't know. No right. one knows. Right. Uh, you know, and so so I, I I got no idea. Right. We'll find out. It'll be a subject a subject of intrigue, um, and that will be definitely right. if not for the rest of the season, certainly for the next few weeks at a minimum. That's going to be a great subject of intrigue. And it's a subject of intrigue that might govern like how and when the Grizzlies like you know change his situation. And so I think that is definitely something to watch. Mike Wallace yesterday, I did the Jarvis' show yesterday, and Mike Wallace on it, he said, uh, he said he would be perfectly content if the small forwards next year were Vince Williams and Gigi. And I think that's uh, premature. Uh, you know, a I don't know what happens to Marcus Smart in that scenario. And well, I think he, I think he's just Marcus Smart. He's thinking about when they play Marcus Smart, they're playing a three guard lineup, so right. it's semantics there. He's, in, I'm sure he's incorporating right. Marcus Smart into that scenario. Um, but then beyond that, can you imagine a scenario where those are the, I guess Marcus Smart, and those are the next two, right? Next two. Oh uh, yeah, no, I can imagine that scenario. I, I, I don't think if I'm the Grizzlies, I. I, I commit whole my full heart into that scenario today. Uh, you know, I, I need to see more. But could I see that be that being the pecking right. order? But you know, your perimeter pecking order is John Morant, Desmond Bay, Marcus Martin, Vince Williams, Gigi Jackson, sort of in that order. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I I, yeah. I don't think that's outlandish. And that is, in fact, one of the things that that, that that's why the rest of the season that that's the intrigue. Uh, uh, we will we will get a lot of information towards figuring that out between now and the end of end of the season. Timberwolves tonight, you obviously have an emotional connection uh, to the Timberwolves. Um, yeah, more, more past hits, really, as far as an emotional connection, but sure. Well, how much did you go to games when you were up there? Not a lot. I, mean, I was a college student. I, I, right. I, had, I had, you know, for most of the time, no transportation other than the city bus. Right. And, and then, like, no money. And so <laughs> I... I, I, I I went. I went to a few games, um, and I, I went to some memorable games. Like I was there, and this may have been the same night. I don't. Maybe it was two different games, but I know I was there for the first game after Tom Gugliotta and Kevin Garnett, who was an injury replacement. But the first home game after they were named the franchise's first All Stars, I remember that announcement and like you know, the players mobbing Gugliotta. And then I was there for Marbury's rookie season. He had a 
head-to-head duel with Allen Iverson where they were just trading buckets down the fourth quarter like it was Rucker Park, and I was there for that game. But I did not go to a lot of games. Were you in the city when they drafted Garnett? Yes. You were in the city? Yeah, no, when I showed up, it was the Isaiah Wright or Christian Leitner um, Wolves, so I was there for the transition. I see. Um, I guess I would say if, if the Grizzlies aren't going to make the playoffs and Memphians pick an alternate team to root for um, in the West – the team to emerge from the West. Why not the team? I mean, I know there's this rivalry that's sort of over the, the, uh, over the uh, playoffs. I, but no, I, think, I think that's the obvious pick of, like, the realistic picks. I mean, right. A, there's no, there's no real downside there like there is with, like, the Clippers and the Thunder and the right. Pelicans, for that matter, if you rope them in. Um, and then you got Mike Conley there. So, like, what are we even talking about? Hey, that's and, 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 <laughs> and slow-mo for me. And it's going to end, and it's slow-mo for you. And it's also, it's not like a threat that's going to last for forever. Yeah, this is a mailbag question I got. I'm probably going to write a little bit of, just a little, probably, hopefully not too much, a little bit about today. I, I don't, you know, the Thunder are like a long-term, like, you know, or the Thunder are just ahead of you for good. Like, that's a maybe. Right. The, the Wolves, the Wolves thing is precarious. Like, I think this is, this is their year, if they're going to have a year, and there's a good chance it dips, that, that this is not, you know, it could dip and come back up as, as you rearrange your team. But the team they have now is not something that's going to be stable across multiple seasons. And some of that's Mike's age, and some of that's financial, right? My age, and he's headed to free agency. And so it's not, he's headed to free agency at a time where he's going to be like 38, and they're deep into luxury tax. And so I don't know like who the point guard is for the Minnesota Timberwolves next season. And I think the way their team is set up, it's sort of important who the point guard is. Uh, and then you just don't know if you can really keep the Gobert Towns thing together, right. not only on the court, which they've made work, but just financially. Um, all right, so uh, the deal finally did go down. Basically, Pascal Siakam for Bruce Brown and three firsts. It was more complicated than that. What did you think about it from each perspective? Um, I, you know, it sort of made sense. It, it's, it's the Pacers trying to be good now and in the near term with Tyrese Halliburton, who's an all-NBA-level point guard. And it's Toronto. It's in a continuation of what they'd done before with the previous trade. They're trying to sort of reorient themselves. And so they're reorienting themselves around Scotty Barnes and Emmanuel quickly and then draft picks and, we'll, and the, you know, taking a step back but not a full tear-it-down kind of thing and rebuilding around a little bit younger core. So it sort of made sense from both perspectives. I, I wonder about... You know, in theory, the Siakam thing makes sense because, like, they don't really have a second star there. But that team has, like, the best offense in the league. And so he's a little bit more of an offensive-oriented player. And so I don't know if, like, does that actually make your offense better when your offense is already the best, basically? And then, like, you know, is the style of play, does it fit? I, I, think, I think from a talent standpoint, from a fantasy basketball standpoint, it makes all the sense in the world. From a real played game standpoint, it might be a little more complicated than that. But they have a really good coach in Rick Carlisle, so I think he'll, he'll figure it out and maximize it. And also, I presume you're only giving up a three first. You said this yesterday. If there's some understanding that you might be able to sign him long term. Oh, but, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'd be surprised yeah. if Siakam's not back. Yeah. But even that could be a mixed blessing. He's 30, and it's a five-year Whatever you can offer him, I think a five-year, two hundred forty-seven million dollar max yeah, deal. Yeah, you can. It's not clear that. I mean, I don't. I if I'm Indiana, I'm hoping I have some agreement that I'm not giving him a five-year full max. But maybe you are. We'll see. And then, just generally, it's interesting. Both of Toronto's deals that they've made recently have been with teams in the East 
that are not one of the elite teams in the East. Good teams in the East, not one of the elite teams in the East. Um, I do think, like, there are those who say, well, it doesn't, doesn't make you the Celtics, or it doesn't make you the Bucks, or it doesn't make you the Sixers. I guess there's an advantage to being better, even if, you know, I, 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 how do you parse that? If you're an outskirts contender, or not even really a contender, you're just good, and you want to be, you know, what, what, at what point do you decide to go in to be better, even if it's not going to be good enough to do great things? I know. I, I just I've never really quite understood this in most situations. Like it's good to be good. Like you know, <laughs> it, it, it's the thing is like if you're not the best team in the league, you want to be the worst team in the league. Well, if that's the case, you're going to be the worst team in the league like ninety five percent of your <laughs> right, franchise right. life. And who wants to do that? And so be good. And sometimes good gets better. And sometimes better gets good enough if you catch the right breaks. Unless you have like LeBron James on your team or Tim Duncan on your team or one of these guys, like. You know, I, I'm okay if being good means being a competitive playoff team. Now, if being good means you're the Grizzlies of like that Powell era where you get swept three years in a row, that's a different kind of thing, right? There are levels of good. That team was good. It was in the playoffs three years in a row. It got swept three years in a row. Um, but if you're a team that is a competitive playoff team, you're winning playoff games, you're winning playoff series, you have a chance to win playoff series, like you're really in the mix and competitive in playoff basketball – like, to me, I want to be that as much as I possibly can. And then your other point is, which I like, was is that you never know where good can get you. Like, when Denver traded for Aaron Gordon, people didn't think that was going to make them the best team, a championship contender, you know, a team that was going to win a championship. But ultimately, he uh, contributed. Some people actually did. Did they? It took two years. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it certainly ultimately did, yes, contribute to them, them winning a championship. All right, Chris, I appreciate it. Uh, All right. That's Chris Harrington from the... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.